Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to FETC 2022. Yeah. Really excited. Day two. A lot of folks here. Expo Hall is open. It's getting kind of crowded, but we have someone in the seat and we're going to let her introduce herself, tell yeah. us who she is, what she does, and all that kind of great stuff. So here we go. Hi. Well, thanks for having me. My name is Lisa Regal, and I'm a co-founder of a company called Jacapa. And Jacapa actually means, in the Maori language, it means go team. And um, so what we do is we have an app that students can use, um, and we've actually used it with staff as well. It's almost like a life coach in your pocket. So it has exercises and challenges, and kids track their goals. They track, um, we've built a decision-making algorithm that helps them say, what's the best decision for me? And then there's um, some challenges around emotional resilience and building a positive brain. And then there's all these different skill builders. So they have that with them all the time. And then in addition to that, they have assessments they can take. Um, there's 32 skills in five domains. And the skills are like soft skills, 21st century skills. You know, you call it tomato, I call it tomato. Yeah. Um, but we have five domains. So we have innovation, which is like abstract thinking, problem solving. We have self-management, which is kind of the um, executive functions, organizing, planning, getting things done. Um, cooperation is sort of that group one. Social engagement is that social piece, obviously. And then we have um, emotional resilience. And so they take these assessments in these areas, and then they can order assessments from peers, or teachers can have students take peer assessments after group projects. So it starts to put a little bit of um, data around that set of skills, which I was actually just writing a grant, and um, 1918, Horace Mann said 80% of success is soft skills. And here we are 100 years later, we still talk about it yeah. as if it's a, you know, we're flummoxed about what to do. So, so our hope is that with Jacapa, kids can, you know, have that right in their pocket. They get that consistent feedback and they, they learn the skills by experiencing them instead of just learning about them. We didn't yeah. want to have like videos with questions after them. Yeah. Things. yeah. So, so that's Jacapa. Well, oh, so I want to, sorry, I'm going to go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I want to start with the, the and I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, but um, earlier in, in your conversation, you mentioned uh, uh, the decision tree where, where the, the students algorithm. can work through yeah, the algorithm. Can you talk about that? Sure. So they, they on the app, they'll go in and say, you know, I'm about to make a decision that, and they can select, will have an impact on my health, would impact a relationship, would impact job prospects, mm. whatever. So they click that, and then it opens up, and it, it says, you know, what are your options and they fill in their options and then for each option they're asked to put a numerical value on how positive would this option be or how negative would it be um, and looking at both what are the intended consequences what are the unintended consequences so once they kind of put in all of the options of this could happen this could happen you know I could do this this would be good this would then it, in the background the system will do the math and say, based on what you put in and how you rated it, this is your best decision. And then the next time, they'll be prompted with a notification that says, you know, you were going to make a decision about something that would impact your health. Did you make the decision? And if they say yes, then it'll say, was it the right one? And if they say yes, it's, you know, yay. If they say no, it's, did you not think of certain outcomes that you should have? Or did you not rate those outcomes appropriately and something was better or worse than you thought? So, um, so then it learns over time and, the, and it'll actually provide personalized feedback. So then like in the future, if they don't meet a goal or if they don't make a good decision, it'll say, try this the last time this worked for you. So it kind of learns them mm -hmm. throughout. Well, I need this app. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well I, I, you know, I, and, and it's and good I, for adults too, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he knows me well. We, go, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk after this. How much is it? I'll pay for. Yeah. Give me fifty years worth. Uh, but uh, I, one of the things that that jumped out at me is uh, that you said is that not only is the algorithm learning, mm-hmm. but then because, especially when a student, you know, when it asks, you know was this a good decision or, or was it the outcome you wanted? And you're like, no, this was ridiculous. Right. And the, I would venture that one of the, and one of the immediate inclinations is to blame the app. You know, you're the one that told me this. Well, well, wait a minute. You know, is it because you picked this or like you said, was this an unforeseen you know, outcome? So not only is the algorithm learning, but hopefully yep. the student is also learning what else it needs to help the student, you know, what else the algorithm needs to help that student make the decision, but ultimately, hopefully, helping the student be able to think through some of those decisions where maybe they don't necessarily need the app as much, right. you know, as the more they are involved with their own decision making. Right, right. And the, the other nice thing about Jacapa is I, I've been in education for a long time and I've done a lot of leadership and staff development. And, you know, teachers are burnt out and tired. Mm-hmm. And so many interventions that we have in place for emotional regulation or for soft skill type stuff, it requires a curriculum. We are not a curriculum. So implementing the teacher doesn't have to do anything other than incentivize and reward participation or engagement. So some of the schools that we're working with, the teachers will say, because the teacher can see the data, they can't see what the student actually input because that's private and that's between the student and their app. But what they can see is this student's engaged in three challenges. This student's made four decisions this week. You know, they can kind of see that. They can see what did the student rate that decision as a good decision or not. So they can see that kind of outcome data but they can't dig into you know if you want to if you want to do a decision on whether you should do something really stupid you can use the app to to use that decision making process Um, and then the other thing that we have with the skill builders so like in one of the domains um, in social engagement kids today have been so shut down for so long they don't know how to talk to people Mm -hmm. and so one of the the skills builders is managing your messaging so they'll write down like they type in the names of their two best friends or family member or whatever And then it'll say, list up to three things that that person values about themselves. And then having them create some messages that matter to that person. And then they give examples. So like, for example, if, you know, my sister really loves, she values that she's smart. And that's important to her in in her life. Then maybe when I'm giving her praise for something, I should say, wow, that's so smart. I would have never thought of that. Like, thank you for being so smart. Like giving the kids just the ability to learn how to like, talk to each other and engage each other and you know it's kind of I have two kids 16 and 19 and it's been kind of amazing because even though you know my son's 16 and he's a boy and he's 16 but you know (laughs) he's kind of lost some skill in just making conversation with people and you know and I think about my success in my life has been absolutely 80% because of these skills and not because of what I know Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah so um since it's out there, how, um, how are the kids accepting it? Yeah, that's a great question because, yeah. you know, you, you know how kids are. They either take it on or they drop it and never go back to it. Yeah, they actually, they like it because it's set up like a, um, a fitness tracker. So it's, you know, it's something they already know. They're familiar with that kind of technology. Yeah. Um, they can access it from their phone. 
Uh, the, the other thing that we didn't intend to happen, but we're super excited about, is that students were printing out their reports and taking it to job interviews. So when they say, tell me about a time you were a leader, or tell me your strengths, they can pull out and say, well, actually, here's my strengths, and here's the perceptions of 20 of my peers. Wow. Yeah. And they can also order directly from the app. They can order somebody, like if, if you were my mentor or my boss, I could say, hey, would you do a peer assessment on me? Um, and we're actually even looking beyond education. You know, this is something that could be a great tool for school social social workers or even mental health professionals. Yeah. But, you know, you see somebody once every three weeks, and what do you talk about? Emotional regulation, goal setting, decision making. Well, exactly. We're, so, we're 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 having a problem right now with. Uh, it'll sound funny. We're trying to find a hospitality situation, fix the hospitality situation with our secretaries, our receptionists. It's not yeah. that they're bad. It's just the world's changed. They're dealing with people online. They're dealing with people in person. Uh, and some of them are angry or upset mm -hmm. or tired or frustrated. Um, and it's hard to find something out there to, to yeah. train them with. And uh, this might be the yeah. actual perfect thing we're looking well, for. Well, we have a couple schools that started and said, you know, actually it's the teachers that really need to develop the soft skills because we've all been stressed. And, yeah. you know, if you think about what it's been like through this pandemic, we, we're all a little more short-tempered. We're all a little less organized. Like it's just exact. It's your brain. Mm -hmm. So they decided to start with their teachers and to say, you know, first of all, let's get the teachers doing peer assessments after teacher-based team meetings. You know, really thinking about why are some teams functioning and some aren't. Mm -hmm. So we've looked at at you know we have a couple clients now that have said we want to start with the teachers and then from an implementation perspective, well that's perfect because they will have used it. Then we roll it out to the kids in the yeah. fall. And it becomes a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, I could see it coming in very handy. Yeah. Well, and you know, and, and one of the things that when we talk to, especially industry, you know, folks in industry and, and what they're looking for and, and what they say, soft skills top the list. You know, I can't tell you how many industry folks, no matter what industry it is, uh, you know, uh, what are the you know, farming or tech or it doesn't matter. You know, a lot of them they'll say, look. I can if, if 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 I get a new person in here, if I get a you know a student fresh out of school, I, I can teach them the hard you know I, I can teach them the concrete stuff. Yep. That's not a problem. Yep. I can teach them those skills. What I need are the students who participate in who know understand those soft skills, how to work together, how yep. to communicate, how to express frustration without ripping everything apart and throwing their phone across the room. Right. Uh, you know, it's right. those kinds of things that they that that the employers are looking for and so you know something like this where it's a part of their everyday school life mm -hmm. and they are learning how to handle themselves yeah it's just going to keep them moving forward through life. I, I think well, it's fantastic. Think we're working great. with a, an organization called Accelerate Mississippi. Mm. So they're kind of a workforce development mm -hmm. um, nonprofit. They work hand in hand with the Department of Education there. And we're doing kind of the same thing where this data can follow a student from school into the workforce. So we could go into an employer and we can say, okay, we'll give everybody an assessment in your, you know, in, in your office, whatever. And then we can build like a profile of a worker to say, you know, in your company, these are the five skills that really seem to matter when you look at like which shifts are producing and which if in manufacturing or whatever. Sure. And so we can build this sort of profile by department or by shift. And then when we have apprenticeship programs or as kids are going into, you know, and even just business advisory councils, it provides some purpose to the discussion mm -hmm. to be able to say, if, if you want us to hire your kids, 
these are the five skills they really need. And it just, you know, once we, one of the taglines we always say is that, you know, if you don't measure it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We, we measure what matters. Mm-hmm. And so if we're not measuring these skills, then we talk about them for the last hundred years in conceptual terms. We don't even agree on the language of what we use. Right. And, you know, so we're kind of like, okay, the, the actual survey instrument we created, the researchers started with all these different frameworks. So 21st century castle, you know, all these different, you know, tomato, tomato, everybody's got their words. They crosswalked them and they chucked out things that were traits. And they said, we just want to look at skills that can be taught. So not like skills finder or things like that, where it's more like interest based. So, or strengths finder, sorry. Then um, they took those and they crosswalked them and that's how they created these 32 skills in five domains. So the other nice thing is we align with like Ohio has, I'm from Ohio, we have uh, career readiness seals that students mm-hmm. can earn toward graduation mm-hmm. points. And we are completely aligned with what they're asking for. We're aligned to NACE's national standards for community colleges and career readiness stuff. We're aligned to Castle's things. So we could actually be used as an impact measure as well. You know, you spent thousands of dollars on certain curriculum. Did it work? Right. And, yeah. you know, did you see growth? And it's been and one of the things we were concerned about that I've been really proud of the students is we were thinking, is everybody just going to rate everybody else fives? Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> yes. And, and what we found is that the kids, because they can take this as a credential, like yeah. it's important to them that their data is right. Mm-hmm. And so they're actually doing a great job. And we set the the assessments up where we, we define the term and we give them like a use case, like students with this skill do this. So they, they have a visual of what they're mm-hmm. looking for. And I think just the awareness, we did a pre and post when we did our early proof of concept stuff. And the kids were amazed because in the beginning they said, oh yeah, we're ready for work. We're ready to go. Well, once they went through Jacapa, those ratings went significantly down because they said, wow, nobody taught these things to us. Nobody's mm-hmm. been paying attention and we need these skills. And so I think there's a, there is a motivation. Kids know it. And, you know, and especially again, I have two teenagers. When am I ever going to use this? Why, am, why are we learning this? Well, yep. you're going to use what's in Jacapa every day, all day long. And if you can get good at it and and be self-reflective about it, you're going to do better in life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, real quick before we're running out of time, but I want to ask micro credentials and badging. Yes. So we have um, the, the way that you earn them, like one of the challenges is to achieve a goal. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you might spend three months achieving that goal. So we don't credential when you achieve the goal. What we do is we badge people based on engagement. So if you are in and you are logging your progress, then you are participating and you are actively trying to build your skills. So in the challenges, it's more about that everyday interaction that you're working towards something. Some of the skills challenges we can badge based on completion, and some of them we can badge based on did it turn out well or not. But we don't want to have the data skewed by just having people put in it was great. Sure, right. So, yeah, exactly. yeah, so that's what, so we have the ability to do that badging. What we have some teachers doing is like, you know, they incentivize it by saying you have to do one activity per week or you, you have to log your goal, you know, and, mm. and work toward your goal and then the kids get points based on. So it's nice for a teacher. They don't have to have lessons. They don't have to figure out how to teach it. They don't have to grade papers. The kids can just show them their data and they can give them participation engagement points. That's cool. And, and I like that it, it, it can run alongside whatever curriculum objectives that the teachers have. We complement all the curriculum. Yeah, exactly. And we actually make things matter because, you know, in science, for example, 
teamwork is science is a team sport, mm -hmm. right? So, but we don't pay any attention to that. So team projects in science or labs become just about getting the grade and getting it done. Right. Well, by adding some peer assessment in there and some reflection and measuring that part mm -hmm. of what matters, it becomes something that matters. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if our folks listening to this podcast out there in the inter worldwide internet <laughs> web um, uh, want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do it? Social media, website, give us all the good stuff. Yep. So I'm on LinkedIn, um, and or you can just go to the website, and it's J-A-K-A-P-A.com. Mm -hmm. So cool. it's jacapa.com, and then there's a contact us space, and we would love to show people what we're doing and, and find out how we can help. Well, Lisa, thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.